Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for joining me this week. This week we're gonna get into how long does it really take to get over this person? So if you're dealing with someone who's narcissistic, you're going through divorce, you're going through a breakup, you will completely understand and get it that this is not a normal relationship. Uh, this is not like anything that you've ever dealt with before. And unless you're really talking to someone who has walked in these shoes and understands what it is that you're going through, most people don't really understand what it is that you feel what you're struggling with and how this all kind of plays out, whether you are going through a divorce, whether it is just a breakup, whether you're trying to co-parent, whether you own a business with someone, most people don't really understand unless they've kind of walked a mile in these shoes. And most people don't wanna walk a mile in these shoes. But, so let's start from the beginning. I think the first thing that we have to understand is again, this is not a normal relationship. This was actually a toxic relationship. So this goes beyond just being two people who are a little unhealthy and you know they decide that they don't love each other anymore or maybe one person decides that they no longer wanna be with them. And it's like one of those like normal breakups and like even under the best of circumstances, a normal breakup is really hard to go through. Let's top, like, let's top on that this is actually a really toxic relationship, that it was very unhealthy, that it was um, filled with a lot of trauma bonding, a lot of unhealed wounds on both of your parts, but we're not really gonna focus on that person, we're just gonna focus on you. Now it is not impossible to get over this person, but I will say it definitely takes probably more time than the average breakup and detachment that you will go through because there's so much, there's so many wounds and there's so much stuff behind this relationship that other relationships probably wouldn't have had, at least not to this magnitude. It definitely takes a minute to digest what you just went through, let alone actually start healing from it. So a lot of people have to really get over this person in like these phases. And one of the first phases is kind of that like discovery period where you start Googling because you're just trying to get some answers because something just like isn't adding up right or this just doesn't make sense or you feel like you're going crazy or there's just some kind of like friction that's happening either within yourself or with the other person and you just want to figure out what's going on. So you go through that phase. Then you go through the phase where you actually have to like accept this stuff that you're learning. And part of it is so validating and feels so incredibly amazing because you realize like, wow, it actually wasn't about me or this had nothing to do with me or the way that you treated me has to do with you. And like, so you get these like huge like reliefs and insight on what was actually really going on in the course of your relationship. Again, some of it feels absolutely amazing. And then some of it feels really crappy because then you really basically solidify and learn that the relationship you thought you were in didn't really exist or the person you thought you were in a relationship with doesn't really exist. And that's a very, that's a phase in and of itself. And that's something very painful that you have to go through because if you've never lived this, if you've never gone through this, you won't really understand. It's tough to look at a person and realize that what you had, you didn't have what you thought you had you had a version of a relationship that was basically a projection of what you wanted it to be. And that's a tough pill to swallow, especially when you've been with a person for a long period of time, especially if you've married the person, especially if you had a family with the person, then that kind of like dream just completely, you know, dies and goes away. And that's a lot of grieving is done during that phase. 
So in no way are you going to get over this person in two weeks, but I will say definitely don't put a timeline. I think going through this experience, it just like ebbs and flows. Some days you feel great, some days you don't. Some days it's just your whole world is crumbling down and the next day you're like ready to rebuild. So you have to kind of accept that like this is going to happen. And you have to accept that when you do have the good days, you ride that wave. And then when you have the bad days, you have to learn how to give yourself grace. So there's a huge amount of self-parenting that takes place when you go through this experience. And a big part of me even learning how to do that for, my, for myself came from really those pain points as well as, you know, learning how to self-motivate and keeping myself on track and understanding goal setting and all of those kind of things. But for this relationship, when you go through these different phases, there are a couple of things that will kind of be like hurdles. How long it's going to take is going to be determined by a couple of different factors. Number one, can you go no contact with this person? There's a reason why they say go no contact because guess what? Out of sight, out of mind. It's easier to start to move on when you don't have to see the person every single day because it's just another reminder of everything, that the relationship's ending, that what you thought you had didn't exist, that this person isn't really real, that you don't really even know who this person is. It's just a constant reminder of things and it makes it really hard to get over this person. It can be done hundred thousand percent, but it just will take a little bit longer or it'll take a little bit more of your own strength and willpower to make sure that you are on top of yourself when you are around this person. So sometimes for me, my opinion, go no contact because then you have to learn how to really face your demons and your wounds and the projections and the sadness. And you have to face it a lot quicker than if you just went no contact and you had out of sight, out of mind. Having to see a person every day that you used to love, still are in love with, or trying not to love anymore, that's a hard thing to go through. And so it's it's on another level. So if, if you can't go no contact, then Yes, it probably will take you a little bit longer, but I will say you'll learn probably deeper lessons and more about your own self and self-parenting and how to do it for yourself than, again, if you were to go no contact. So even though it sounds like a crappy situation to not be able to go no contact with someone, use that as, use it to your advantage. The next thing that will really determine how quick you're able to move on is how quickly did you actually learn about their toxic behavior? So what I mean by that is sometimes when someone ends a relationship with you, like say someone who's narcissistic ends a relationship with you, you might immediately go into victim mode or self-blame where you take on all the responsibility or you believe everything that this person had to say about you. You believe that you're the bad person. You believe that you are at fault. So the longer you stay there, and even if you ended the relationship, Maybe that low self-esteem and all of that gaslighting actually worked and they, they got to you. And so now you feel less than, and it's not about making this person the problem and you're not the problem. It is also about looking within your own self and figuring out like, okay, where are the wounds? What's going on inside of me that caused me to even be attracted to this person? What do I need to do to like up level and take the best care of myself? Cause this is no longer about pointing fingers, it is about saying, what do I need to do for me to be the healthiest? So if you haven't learned really about their toxic behavior, the gaslighting, the manipulation, all of those things, you're going to stay stuck on that hamster wheel of blaming yourself. 
The next thing, have you stopped fantasizing about this relationship? A lot of people love to live in the fantasy of what was, what was, what could have been, what was supposed to be. And the longer you kind of stay stuck in those cycles, the longer it's going to take you to move on. And again, this is not something you're gonna do overnight. It's gonna feel comfortable because part of staying in that story, the fantasy is you grieving. So the more you can recognize what you're doing and grieve, then the quicker the process will go. If you stay stuck and you lost something and you're never gonna find anything again and you get hooked in that, that will prevent you from healing. The next thing is, have you actually started working on healing those wounds that are living inside of you? This is where we start kind of saying, all right, I don't wanna point the finger anymore. I just wanna focus on me. Like what's going on inside of me? Where's the abandonment? Where's the shame? All of that. And really starting to like dig deep and heal that and work on that. I mean, that takes guts. That's not easy stuff to do. But when you do that, you realize that it's not really about this relationship. It was always about me. And the stuff that's in here was always here, even prior to you. You just helped bring it to the surface a little bit more than probably any other relationship had ever done before. And that's kind of like the blessing that comes of a crappy situation. As much as going through these relationships are really, really hard, <clears throat> it does force you to look at your own self and of course learn things about the other person, but it, it helps you to heal yourself if you choose to look at it that way. You can look at it like, what was me? And I can't believe this happened to me. And how could they treat me this way? And what's wrong with me? And do that game. But again, that's not going to help you to move on from this relationship and get the relationship that you actually deserve and the relationship that you really do want. Can't tell you how many times I've talked to someone and I said, you know, if you could have this, this person over here, it's exactly what you want, right? You'd be so happy. Would you be mourning this right now? And the answer is usually no. There's very few people that ever say, that have ever said yes to me. And those are the people that are still stuck on the hamster wheel. They're still believing the mask. They're still seeing all those lies and not really seeing it for what it is. They're believing it, right? They're feeding into the projection and, and the Prince Charming and, and what was I supposed to have? They're not seeing it for what it actually was. And that's why they say yes, which goes into my next thing. Have you actually learned how to love yourself? This is a biggie and this is what's gonna actually help you to heal. This is where when you're there, you're actually not attracted to this person any longer. And that's what we want. We want you to see this person clearly, not through your wounds. The last thing, and I think this is like probably one of the biggies. Um, and again, it's one of the ones that are not always the easiest to do. Are you still reactive to this person? This is where if you are, you're still working on yourself. If you're not, then you have finally up-leveled like all of those wounds and all of those triggers. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. If you did, don't forget to like it and share this information with anyone who you think might benefit. And also don't forget to subscribe. And also just like a FYI, there are so many comments down below that are spam comments. You guys are so kind and are always letting me know, hey, I think someone's impersonating you. Hey, I think this is going on. Is this you? Even on Instagram, uh, it's just, I don't know why people can't just like get a hobby or a life or what it is, but obviously know that anyone down in the comments who 
sounds like me, but doesn't sound like me. And I think you guys like pretty much know me by now where if I'm in the comment section and I'm responding to you guys, I do not put my WhatsApp phone number. I don't even have one. Um, so you can smell the shady a mile away. So even on Instagram, I don't have any other accounts other than my main account. So if anyone's contacting you, it is a fake account, please report it. But thank you guys so much and I'll see you in next week's video.